Welcome to Come and Reason with Christian psychiatrist and author Dr. Tim Jennings. Together we will reason through complex issues to find evidence-based answers that harmonize scripture, science, and our life experiences. I'm your Come and Reason host, Charles Mills. You've heard the old saying made popular by comedian Flip Wilson. Whenever he'd do anything questionable, he'd shout, The devil made me do it! A more serious side of that declaration is that some people think it's true. The devil, they believe, has possessed them. They are devil-possessed. Is this possible? Can the devil take over your mind and body to the extent that you're no longer in control of yourself? Let's put that question to Dr. Jennings, who joins us via Skype. This program is sponsored by Come and Reason Ministries. Dr. Jennings, can a person actually be devil-possessed? You know, that's a great question. I get it all the time as a psychiatrist when I travel around. Demon possession, devil possession, what is that? And the first thing we want to do is we want to make the distinction between mental illness and biblical described demon possession. Mm -hmm. They're not the same. Mental illness is a physical illness that is affecting the brain that can result in hallucinations or delusions or false beliefs because of a whole wide variety of things from intoxication of substances to neurological disorders to schizophrenia and other things. So symptomology in which a person doesn't appear to be themselves, they talk in a different voice or they hear things, does not in and of itself suggest any type of demonic activity at all. Mm -hmm. It very well may be mental illness. And in fact, in my years as practicing psychiatrist over 20, I've only seen on one occasion something that was other than physiological mental illness. So that being said, though, let's talk about the idea of demonic possession. First off, what demon possession is not. It is not intracellular occupation of a human body, meaning that The physical space that you occupy in the world does not get occupied by another intelligent being. That physical space, your body does not get inhabited by some other entity organism. That's not what happens. Better way of understanding it would be taking over somebody's mind or mind control, Mm -hmm. influencing, directing, overriding one's faculties or if you want to use a computer analogy, hacking one's mental computer so that they're no longer actually in control of themselves. And modern science gives us some insight into what's likely happening. And when we think about our brains, our brains are made out of billions of neurons with hundreds of billions and trillions of interconnections. And and those interconnections are made out of dendrites, which have billions of molecules called tubulin that make them up. And, And those molecules are made out of individual atoms that have electrons. And those electrons exist in various electron clouds as they interact with each other. It is deep in the subcellular spaces of our brain that memories are formed and we develop quantum processing. This is what you might call consciousness or sentienceness. It's not simple chemical reactions in the brain. The chemical reactions are part of the brain's process, but it's really these quantum interlinks going on that make our sentience or our capacity for intelligent thought and makes you you. Mm-hmm. So modern science gives us some insight into how minds can influence each other First off, there's some design laws involved. Uh, God is the creator, and he has designed us to be able to think and reason. And depending on what we choose to watch, read, believe, then those beliefs and the things we watch 
fire different neural pathways and subcellularly over the course of time, our brain changes. In the Bible, it's called by beholding, we become changed. In psychiatry and psychology, we call it modeling. But we change neurobiologically and characterologically based on what we spend time admiring, worshiping, thinking about, reading, and so forth. So if we watch the vulgar, the exploitive, the debasing, the cruel, the selfish, the deceitful, or otherwise ungodly, we are changed by it. Our neural networks rewire. Our quantum matrix is realigned. We come into harmony more and more by those practices with selfish and evil. In other words, we align ourselves neurologically and neurobiologically by those choices of what we watch and engage in with that which is demonic. Mm. And thus, our quantum harmonics come in harmony with the evil. And thus, we come into a wavelength, if you will, of more demonic influences. And thus, we give greater influence to the demonic impressions or temptations or harassment, and potentially even to having our minds completely hacked and overridden by an outside intelligence. And if you want to use a metaphor, I think about two radio stations. One is a weak 25,000-watt signal broadcasting on the same frequency as a 100,000-watt signal. The stronger signal will override the smaller signal so that the smaller signal is no longer heard. This would metaphorically be what I understand is happening to the minds of people who are demon-possessed. So we have a devil, Dr. Jennings. We have a devil that is trying to outvoice God outvoice the better angels, outpower them in our mind? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's our, it's our choice. That's absolutely correct. God works on a different set of principles. Mm-hmm. God is truth. God is love. God is selfless. God is a, a God who respects liberty and autonomy. Satan is the father of lies. He is selfish. He's coercive. He's manipulative. Uh, he's exploitive. God gets joy in, in lifting others up. Satan gets joy in exploiting other people. God gets joy in self-sacrifice and love. Satan gets joy in harassment and inflicting pain. And thus, if you look into your own heart and the things that you enjoy watching, the movies that you enjoy, the activities that you enjoy, do you enjoy the actions that bless and uplift others, even if it's a cost to yourself when you see them smile and are happy? Or do you find joy in seeing others cry in an action that you've taken that put them down? Those are the types of decisions and values that we're making that actually change our neurobiology, our character, and that is ultimately our quantum matrix. And so we are harmonizing and aligning. Now, God, the God of grace that I understand the scripture teaches, has been working to insulate to a certain degree every human mind from these evil influences to give people the liberty or the freedom to make choices to align themselves with the good, the righteous, the noble, the pure, the holy. But if people persistently reject the truth, reject love, reject goodness, and choose the uh, falsehood, the lie, the, the selfish, the exploitive, then what happens is they, what the Bible calls, sear their consciences. Neurobiologically, we see that the part of the brain, which is above the orbit of your eye, that part of the brain will shrivel or shrink over time if we persist in certain selfish and exploitive behaviors. So we change ourselves based on these things, and thus we make it harder and harder for us to uh, be influenced by the Holy Spirit, and we are more aligned with evil or demonic influences over the course of time.
what it sounds like you're saying, Dr. Jennings, is that devil possession is a consequence of our actions. In other words, you can't be walking down the street and all of a sudden, bang, you're devil-possessed. Or go to a seance or go to some place where they're worshiping the devil and all of a sudden, boom. Walking down the street, you're exactly correct. That cannot happen. The righteous cannot be possessed. It just cannot happen. Evil forces have no power over the righteous because the righteous are influenced and protected by the, the powers of God and their own hearts and minds recoil against such things. Mm-hmm. The way the uh, devil will attack the righteous is by superstitious beliefs, getting them to believe things that are not based in reality, that incite fear, like I can't touch that or else I'll be cursed. Mm-hmm. And then these types of fears then start eating at the person's mind because they, oh, I did touch it. Oh, no, can God not bless me? And they live superstitiously mm-hmm. rather than in a reality-based understanding of the world around them. Paul dealt with that in Romans 14 when people were afraid having eaten some meat they bought in the meat market that was mm-hmm. sacrificed to a pagan idol mm-hmm. that somehow that that the pagan idol had power over them. And Paul's saying, that's superstition. That's just a piece of meat. Those idols are nothing but wood and stone. And But if you believe they have power over you, that's where the power comes, not from the idol, but from your belief and fear it's inciting you, that superstition. So the devil will attack the righteous by getting them to believe superstitious things. But what you said about going to a seance or, or purposely choosing, yes, a person can do what I'm suggesting, just fill their minds with evil and vulgar things and continue to align themselves with the evil and vulgar. But a person can willfully fully choose to align themselves and go to practices that are demonic in nature and open themselves up and invite in demonic influences, that can happen even if they haven't been watching vulgar things. And in that case, then I believe that demonic influences can come into a person's life because they purposely and willfully choose to do that. And God is a respecter of your individuality. He won't stop that. So what I keep hearing you say here is it's, it's our choice. We decide who is possessing us. We decide whether we're devil-possessed or God-possessed. Am I right in saying that? We're deciding that at multiple levels. Most people are not going to seances or purposely right, choosing right. to invite the devil into their life. Right. They're doing it through aligning with the devil's methods and valuing the devil's practices and the way they practice, and that automatically aligns them with the devil. And this is why we're told in Scripture that we should you know, focus on, on whatever is true, whatever is noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, fix our eyes on Christ, value the methods of love and self-sacrifice, shut our eyes to the ugly and the and the perverse, because we are changed by these things, neurobiologically so. And this is what Jesus meant when he says, the truth will set you free. Truth, when you embrace the truth and practice it, it changes you, not just in what you understand, your brain changes. Mm-hmm. You align with godly things as you f- walk in the truth. But the those who are lost are not lovers of truth. They hate the truth. The truth brings to light areas in their own life they don't want to face and deal with, so they'd rather live in lies. And this, of course, cuts them off from the power of God to actually heal. That makes them more vulnerable to further deceitful or demonic influences. How do we begin the journey back, Dr. Jennings? We have a couple of minutes left from the program. If we decide that we have been just messing up our minds and we've been inviting the devil in and we just feel bad about that, how do we reverse that? Well, first thing is you simply open your heart to to Jesus and invite him in via the Holy Spirit. We are designed by God to be temples for the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit indwells us 
and influences and guides and enlightens us. And one way to understand indwelling of the Holy Spirit, metaphorically speaking, mm-hmm. would be like having antivirus software on your computer. The antivirus software on your computer does not make decisions for you. It doesn't take control of your computer, but rather it's the background constantly monitoring for any negative or evil influences, infecting viruses, and alerting you that this is a dangerous path so that you can choose to say, no, I don't want to go to that website. I don't want to open this up because it might be malicious code there, but yet you're still free to ignore the antivirus software and open a website that it's warned you not to do. So the Holy Spirit, when we are indwelled, will influence, guide, convict, direct, enlighten, but never control our decisions. We can choose to do what the Holy Spirit is guiding us to do, or we can choose to reject it and watch the vulgar and go to the debasing anyway. And then over the course of time, just like ignoring your antivirus software and going to sites with malicious code, you may lose control of your computer. Oh, I am so glad that you have pointed out that we have a God who has antivirus, anti-sin, anti-devil software that we can load into our lives and have it working constantly in the background trying to protect us. That is such good news for us today. And listener, we have some more good news for you. You can go to commonreason.com and there you can find a lot of resources that Dr. Jennings has made available to you. We have sharing tracks. We have uh, books that he has written radio programs. These podcasts are available to listen to and share also television programs. That's all at commonreason.com. And also, these people are generous. I don't know. Every time I go there, they're giving something away. So if you want to visit commonreason.com, you're going to find something there absolutely free that you can enjoy on your journey to understanding and a better appreciation of the antivirus program that God has for your life. That's all at commonreason.com. Dr. Jennings, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Charles. This program was sponsored by Common Reason Ministries. And until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Tim Jennings wishing you God's presence in your life. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for spending time with us today. To continue the journey, I urge you to visit comeandreason.com. Here you'll find many excellent resources to help you gain a deeper understanding of the God we all love and serve. That's at comeandreason.com. This is Charles Mills, along with Dr. Tim Jennings, inviting you to join us the next time we come and reason together. Together.